The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Hey there, you disgusting deviants. It's me, Tim, your favorite sex educator here. Just to let you know that the audio quality on this episode is kind of shit. Mostly because I was recording it on my phone. I was traveling. I forgot that I had an interview scheduled with my friend Francis today. And let's just say I had to make do with what I had at my disposal, which is my phone and some earbuds. But anyways, I tried to edit the sound quality to make it as good as possible for y'all to listen. So forgive me if there were some things that sound a little bit choppy. Internet sucks. And so does recording on your phone. I hate it. I'm not used to it. I miss my home microphone. But beyond that, I hope you're all having a wonderful pride. I hope you're taking good care of yourself, drinking lots of water. It's getting hot out there. It's summer. And I hope you're using protection or not. I don't know. I'm not a cop. (laughs) But whatever it is that you're doing this Pride season, I hope you're having a wonderful time. So with that, I hope you enjoy my interview with my friend, Francis. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual and... Uh, hey, babe, my dick just died. Can I bury it in your ass? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm very confused. I, I ask my listeners to submit, like, the next usable pickup line. (laughs) And that's what they gave me. I hate my audience. No, I think that's a great conversation starter. My dick just died. Can I bury it in your ass? It's a great conversation starter. It it evokes emotion. It gets right to the point. Francis, did you ever use that, though? (laughs) No. No, exactly. (laughs) Mm. I'm Francis. Francis. Oh, yeah, that's right. I haven't even introduced you. We were having such a nice little kiki. Uh, So, to my audience, to my beautiful, lovely, disgusting listeners, I... I'm just so happy to have this person on my show. <laughs> I here at Texted with Tim, we pride ourselves on diversity and representation and excellence of all backgrounds. And you've heard black excellence, gay excellence, trans excellence. So now I am so glad to bring you trans mediocrity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> mediocrity? <laughs> I don't know what the word. The library was open, Francis. 
is mediocrity as in not excellent oh (laughs) yeah that's fine i'm mediocre i'm kidding i'm kidding no i love it no no i live for it this is the way i this is one of my closest friends francis francis how you doing baby i'm amazing i'm good i'm exhausted but i'm good why are you so tired? I don't know. I think it's the change of weather. I get super lazy and migraines and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm heavily dosed on Advil right now. Are you actually? Yes, <laughs> actually, though. It's awful. I love it. I'm uh, heavily dosed on Pure for Men. Ooh, I, I remember hearing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> No Listen, coffee. No coffee for you. you know, I, actually, you know what? I've had so much coffee uh, earlier today because of work. Uh, I had to like infuse that coffee with a whole bunch of psyllium husk. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. It was like all thick and shit. Mm. No, that <laughs> doesn't. That doesn't sound good at all. I'm drinking no, coffee not. too. Oh yeah, how's your digestion? It's good. It's good. It's good. fine. I. It's the only way I can actually digest things because my metabolism is so slow that without coffee, it barely works. What do you mean your metabolism is so slow? You're like so fit. It's because I literally cut out so much bread and so much like um, like sodium and I flex my ass off in picture. <laughs> you mean like the things that make us happy, carbohydrates and cholesterol? Mm. I mean, I'll have a carbo, carbo, I can't pronounce it, carbohydrate after like a bathhouse, but like, you know, <laughs> but like I need it. I, for me, I'm like, I want to earn it. I, I'm like a dog. I've been, I was raised like a dog. I, you were conditioned. Your your I favorite was, is doggy style. Yeah. I know. Actually, it's not surprisingly. Although I don't <laughs> mind it. Mine is missionary because I'm a romantic. <laughs> uh, when I top, mine is cowboy because I am lazy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I get that. I can see that. Um, see, uh, weren't you just at the bathhouse at Suds? Oh, I was actually. I was also actually. I was at Steamworks on Tuesday because it's uh, free, twenty-five and under, uh, every Tuesday. And then oh, <laughs> under twenty-fives. Okay. Yes. And then on Fridays, me and uh, so on Friday, me and Josh went with a few other friends because it's free, twenty-five and under on Fridays uh, at Spock's House. You're both under twenty-five. No, uh, like he's twenty-five, so he can oh still get in. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can get a fake ID and, like, you know. <laughs> this isn't fair. I'm sorry. I'm like 30. Oh, <laughs> no. It's okay. That's like, that's like 70 in gay years. I don't see it. I see, for me, I, I see, I've dated so many men over 30, and I'm like, you're children. <laughs> you know it's true there's a lot of like older men out there that like they don't develop mentally as quick as their bodies are no i mean i kind of find that cute sometimes because i'm like oh look at you baby (laughs) oh i'm like i'm like i want to cuddle you and like make be i want to mommy you but that's (laughs) that's like the first is that like the reverse of daddy issues 
Where you're looking to be a daddy to someone rather than looking for someone to be your daddy. It's very complicated, I feel like. For me, it's like I like like daddies, quote unquote, but I like it when they're they want to be babied. Like I like like I like like I really the biggest thing that turns me on is like when it's this like macho, like like masculine looking whatever guy. And like, then he's just like a baby. He wants to be like cradled and like, and he wants to be baby talk. Like, that's hot. Not okay. Maybe not like that, but like, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I've had, I had a, once I had a six foot, like big bodybuilder type of guy. And he was like such a little like cat. (laughs) <laughs> he was like a kitten i love it i think that's the biggest turn on so i guess it's both it's okay both. i guess i can see that i'm like i can it's because i grew up with german shepherds did you really yeah i don't know i feel like because i grew up with german shepherds that they looked all mean quote unquote but like to me they were like the uh they would like roll on their backs and like be like pet me please and like act like a baby that's why i think i I'm a fetish now. <laughs> Oops. Oh my god. So it's not really daddy issues, but rather doggy issues that are coming to the surface. Maybe. Maybe I just want to, like, you know, maybe I just want to be both. Like, that maybe I might not be versed, but I might be versed in that way. <laughs> I want to be daddied, and I want to daddy. I'm daddy's little daddy. Are you saying that you're basically, you're intimately verse? Your intimacy is very verse? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm totally, <laughs> yeah. Oh, entirely. <laughs> I'm No, I'm very dominant. I'm usually very dominant. It's rare that I am submissive, but like, I, if I get the chance to be submissive, I will take it. With the right person. Okay. So you're more of a dom than a sub. But if given the chance to be a sub, you'll be like, all right. Yeah. I mean, if if they're nurturing and, like, loving, I don't like like dom in the sense of, like, rough and um, pain or discipline. I like dom in the sense of soft daddy, like, soft affection, nurturing, that type of thing. Mm. That's turns me on. Wait, so... When did you, like, discover the side of you? Like, what was sex like for you growing up? Oh, God, it was awful. So much trauma. But, like... <laughs> but, like... <laughs> A gay man with trauma? Groundbreaking. <laughs> right? No, I, I, I very much... Like, I've only recently really uh, learned about my like what I enjoy and everything. I was seeing a guy for a few months last year or so. He was like in his forties and he was a great guy. We were on different, we're on different paths and everything, but we had an amazing sex, like sexual chemistry. And he really helped unlock like what I enjoy in sex. And like, he was very nurturing and he also liked to be babied as well. So I was just like, I guess he was like within the last year, like or, or so, is when I really discovered that. But before, I was just kind of like, uh, I don't really like sex because <laughs> I feel like it was always like a thing of like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm supposed to. I don't know. I never had orgasms. Oh, wait, say that again. <laughs> so when I like for the longest time when I was growing up. And, doing that stuff like it was like really hard 
to get someone who would want to give me those orgasms. They would always just want to like, yeah, they, it was, it was very awful. It was very like selfish and everything. It was, I didn't have a healthy dynamic because of that. And finally Mm -hmm. I started meeting people that like, or at the end started, I also started to vocalize my needs and everything instead of feeling pressured to just like let them do their own thing. Like fuck me. And then that's it. (laughs) If that makes sense. (laughs) Uh, no, that totally makes sense. I'm just like worried that you've never had an orgasm, and I'm like, we have an orgasm, no, baby. No, no, I've I've had several, but like, um, no, uh, until it, I haven't had orgasms during sex until maybe a year and a half ago, and I've been having sex since 2017. Holy shit a year and a half ago yeah that's like a relatively the time frame of since i've had an orgasm like like i began having orgasms during sex oh my god francis you're like one of the hottest guys in gta you should have all these guys flocking to your door what do you mean (laughs) you're gonna have an orgasm a year and a half ago Uh, you're lying no i'm not i feel like being trans like a lot of guys they want to have the experience of like fucking a trans guy and then they they're like okay i did that bye and that's it if that makes sense like a checklist yeah what the hell yeah it's totally a thing unfortunately that's why i sometimes have to grill people and i'm like what 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 do you what's your intentions <laughs> do you want to fuck me because i'm do you want to fuck me because i'm hot or because you have an ulterior like, you know, fetish can people just fuck us for being hot not because we're something to check off exactly. you know yeah i mean like okay i'm fine with being a first i'm fine being, with being a first experience that's fine but i'm like i want to be like you know sought out for that if that makes sense <laughs> no that totally makes sense like I'm not trying to compare my experience as an Asian person to your experience as a trans guy, but like I have had people fetishize me for just being Filipino. Mm. And when I was escorting, that was kind of like the main reason why they would like purchase my services. Cause it's like, Oh, Filipino. So you must be like tight or like, you know, you always have desserts with you, or I'm like, or submissive. Um, I know there's a submissive yeah. uh, stereotype with uh, uh, Asian men. Yeah, like we're so, we're all supposed to be bottoms. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, mm, no. So, like, when you're when speaking from experience as like a trans person in the gay community, besides that checklist thing, how else do you think transphobia has shown up? Oh my god. Uh, uh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> oh my god! Could you give me like an example, like a situation example? Okay, so do you experience transphobia like in the village, um, just out in the street? Yeah, I mean, uh, there it's less I find now because two of two reasons. I feel like one reason is because who I'm associated with. So now they're like, oh no, he's associated with hot people or or popular people so i shouldn't say anything or uh second would be like i feel like i'm slowly educating more in some sense or at least i hope so but um no an example would be two examples would be uh one it was when i was walking up church street 
And uh, it was actually with Woody uh, when I was, uh, he was, he was, he was uh, a little bit behind me, but I was walking up Church Street and he didn't hear it, but there was a, some, some guy, he was like, hey, young lady, and just like kept saying that and staring at me and like, he's a gay guy and I've seen him around for years. And I'm like, I've always been nice to you, what? <laughs> so he kept like repeating that and like trying to get in my face and my attention. And I was just like, I ignored him. Uh, a second one would be um, basically like, I'll be at a bar, whatever. And I've had people tell me this many times that uh, they're like, oh, I saw you at the bar, this and that. And I will get to talking to them. And then they'll al always mention how they've expressed their attraction to me, uh, to their friends. And they're always met with, you know, that's a trans, right? Or that person's trans or that, or he's, or, or that's a trans guy. Right. Like as if I'm like, as if that should be an indicator to not find me attractive. Oh my God. So I'm like, I'm like, like, I'm, I'm like, uh huh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like it's either that's a trans or that's a trans gender guy, right? Like I'm like I don't know. I there's like a lot of insinuating behind that and then um uh it's kind of like oh it, it kind of gives the idea of like oh, you know, that's not a real guy basically. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck just because like you you're you're trans that that automatically what diminishes your masculine identity mm -hmm. that's so or my attractiveness to as if that should make me not attractive to that person yeah like you were hot to begin with and then when somebody's like oh you know the they're not going to be able to top you or whatever then all, all of a sudden you're not hot it's like mm -hmm. what the f is this really that black and white like are Okay, this is going to be just, like, ridiculous, but are trans people supposed to disclose their genitals or, like, what's in between their legs? Like, what's, what's up with that when it comes to sex and dating? Mm. I would say, I mean, it's, it's um, my whole thing is where I'm, like, like, I'll disclose I'm trans on my profile just because I'm, like, I don't want to deal with disclosing. It's too much effort. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, my logic is, is that if you won't take me with a penis or a vagina, I don't want to be with you. Like, I want to be with you because you want to have sex with me as a person. I don't know. For me, sex isn't related to genitals as much. I, I love, like, it comes with so much fun, but I'm like, for me, like, the whole thing isn't about genitals, it's about the body, it's about different sensations, it's about, about sensuality. I find that a lot of trans guys come up to me and ask me how I think about, what I think about that, and I'm always like, uh, if they reject you because they want a penis, I, I'm just like, they're not worth your time in the first place. Don't try to convince people that you're worth you're worth their time and or you're valuable enough or attractive enough because it's just wasting your own energy where it's not going to be appreciated. If that makes sense. Oh my god, yeah, no, totally. And I love the way that you worded that. Like, whatever's between your legs doesn't really, you know, define who you are. And also, if you think sex is supposed to be what's going on down there, 
then what kind of boring sex life are you living? Mm-hmm. But you can't think outside the box. Yeah. You know? <laughs> box. Oh. Literally. Box. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. Oops. Uh, I, mean, I mean, there's, there's like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of fun in topping and bottoming, uh, and I've, I know a few trans guys are tops, and a few trans guys are bottoms. It's always met with like surprise when trans guys can top, because uh, I feel like the porn industry makes it out to be that trans guys were only bottoms for vaginal sex and. This and that, and I'm like, oh my god, no, not. <laughs> that's like, like. Where do we see the sex that's just like I don't know, energetic exchange or yeah. like, you know, hand stuff, <laughs> hand stuff or feet stuff, feet stuff. That is, you have pretty nice. Feet. Do I? Have you been? Yeah, you can have you been me. checking out my feet without my permission? How dare you! <laughs> I literally, the first time I ever saw you was on Handlins, and all I could look at was my like, feet. okay, wow, well, go chest hair, go feet. I was like, damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, uh, I mean, yeah, I I would say uh, my feet are pretty nice. Um, <laughs> I've had a few people say tell me that. <laughs> I st- I've I've started even I started even censoring my feet on Instagram. <laughs> Literally, no, I have because like I'll get random messages <laughs> and <laughs> from random people being like, "Oh my god, that's so hot!" I'm like, "What's so hot? My feet, your feet?" I'm like, "Oh, I thought my face or my chest. No, it's just my feet." <laughs> no, those things at the bottom of your legs. That's so funny. You have to start hearing it. Right? You know what? If people are responding really positively to your feet, you might as well monetize that. I should. You are a student. Oh my you can pay God. off your student feet pics. <laughs> I really should. I just, you know, I, I don't know how to set that up. Well, ask my friends who are on OnlyFans. Only Only feet. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, why not? If there's a, there's a start, there's, you know what? There's a first time for everything. Um, <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think that'd be great. I was going to say like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, I don't have a foot fetish, but like I've been with a few guys who have, and like, I can see the appeal like of being like, you know, worshipped. Why not? <laughs> mm, yeah. I like that. But do you ever like, come into a sexual experience and you always have that thought of like hmm are they like thinking i'm hot or are they fucking me because i'm hot are they fucking me because uh i'm just another thing off their checklist like do you ever Mm. dissociate sexual experience and just think that oh entirely actually me and josh were talking about this last night uh josh is a friend of ours and uh basically uh we were talking about how like even at a bathhouse or even at a bar, like meeting a guy, it's really hard to, you know, take him home because it's like, Oh, you're really cute. But like, if I disclose, there's like three main things that run through my head. One, am I going to be faced with like outright transphobia Two, am I, are they going to act way too interested in the fact that I'm trans and be like, Oh, I trans. That's so hot. Like I've always wanted to try that or (laughs) yeah. Um, or like, 
yeah, no fetishization or ex- uh, third would be experimenting. So like I, I and be outright experimenting. It's all never usually like oh, whatever. Like oh cool, I I don't care. Let's just fuck. <laughs> you know, like it's it's really. I'm like I was literally to Josh. I was like, is it too much to ask to just get fucked respectfully? <laughs> <laughs> people are just black and white in their thoughts of how sex should be because like you there's always like you, you, they need some element of penetration mm-hmm. or whatever and, and like, i love and i love penetration i like that's that's so much fun but it's like not all there is we'll be right back after this commercial break yes Hey, you sick motherfuckers! I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash sexedmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even a life-sized sex doll. (laughs) Damn, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Get 15% off your entire order when you use code sexedwithtim at checkout. They're shipping to all of Canada and the United States because North America is horny. That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim for 15% off your entire purchase. Happy orgasm! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off. And cherry on top. Free shipping, oh my god. I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me. And girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. The show is about to begin. Yes. I was just wondering about like your sexual experiences as a trans guy, both like kind of shady but also i want to hear your positive mm. stories oh my god okay let's start out with the negative ones <laughs> so <laughs> no. um no one thing i could really think of that popped in my head just now was during the pandemic i went over to this guy's place attractive whatever uh we're doing stuff for cuddles it was really cute we're in bed and he says oh wow you're like the best of both worlds and i was like i literally i could i felt so when i'm i'm very when i'm angry the vibe changes and something and it's just like an energy and energy you just feel it in like the the energy in the room shift and i guess he felt that and i literally 
inhaled and then exhaled through my nose and I felt steam. I was like so annoyed about that. And I felt so violated because I was like, I always avoid people who say that. Always. Because I'm like, I'm not about to be a, a, a like a bisexual fantasy for you or a best of both worlds, which means half man. Like you're not fucking Hannibal. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was just really annoyed about that. And he was like, he caught on to that. He was like, I'm, no, I didn't mean that. That's awful to say. I'm sorry. And I was like, you, I know, I know what you think about me for now. Like, okay. Bye. Yeah, yeah. And I just left. I find it interesting that, uh, you know, like it's little things like that. And sometimes I'll give people permission to speak their mind. And I just learn so much about how they see trans men. Uh, and it, I've done it many times because I was just curious to see their side. And I was just like, oh, okay, you just see me as a masculine woman. Okay, I see. Um, <laughs> a feminine man or yeah, exactly. No, I've had so many guys, like, even with how I look now, like, they are just like, no, you're a masculine woman. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I would say, like, that was one. Did you punch him? Um, what was online, that, that type of comment. Like, uh, yeah, though I, I've had uh, transphobic comments in person too. Passive aggressively is more common than aggressively, but uh, yeah. Anyways, um, that was one bad negative, like like a really negative experience. I've had more traumatic experiences, but uh, you know, like that that was just one to give an example of like, oh. <laughs> It's a real thing of like, oh crap, someone's gonna lure me to their bedroom and then speak their mind. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. But, I'm sorry. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, but you know, you have to be careful. And that's why I'm super selective about who I get intimate with. What about like the ones that you select and those turned out to be good? I wanna hear some good oh, stuff. Some good stuff. Honestly, I haven't had too much good stuff. I mean, I've I've had like a few encounters last month that were great. I don't know. I'm trying to get out of my shell more and, you know, explore. You're entering your slut era. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, for me, like I'm very much someone that wants to be, I guess you could say domesticated. <laughs> Are you a part of the pup community? And yes. I don't even know this. No, 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 I'm not. I mean, maybe. No, uh, no, I, I, I'm very much someone who is not as like, I'm, I'm the, the stereotypical, like, oh, I could, I could, I could be comfortable having sex with one person for the rest of my life. Like that type of person. I have not found that in Toronto, but, <laughs> uh, uh, we're in Toronto, yeah, baby. Keep your expectations exactly. low. I have within the last four years. Totally. I've been trying to, you know, just like, you know, fulfill my needs and not think about, uh, not be in my head too much and just kind of like, yeah, so what? I'm not a cis dude. Like, fuck it. I'm, you know, I'm still attractive and everything, you know? So I've been trying to do that more. I won't go into detail about my experiences. I don't know. Just like kind of just being like, you know, just being like, uh, not, not overthinking it, if that makes sense. And just like doing it, that's good. Leaping, leaping that's good. into the experiences. Aww, yeah. Take that that leap of faith. Take the plunge. I'm also curious. What did you discover first that you were trans or that you were gay? Oh, definitely. Well, I didn't even discover I was trans. I I didn't even know the word existed. 
<clears throat> no, I, yeah, I had no idea. When I was in kindergarten, I was always confused about why I was put into the girls' area and also why I didn't have, like, what my friends had, which was, like, a penis when I was, like, growing up. And uh, I was really confused about that. Uh, eventually, that grew more and more apparent to me when I started hitting puberty early in grade five. Yeah, no, I eventually came out at the age of 10. Uh, and I didn't say trans. I didn't know that word existed. I just said to my mother that I feel like a boy. And uh, it was I, I started crying before I even said it. But uh, yeah, I, I said that. She was very confused. And yeah, she didn't react really well. But I, it wasn't until like maybe a week later of secretly Googling on the computer, uh, my feelings of boy feel a girl feels like boy or a boy stuck in girl's body that I found the word until then I found the word transsexual and then transgender and I was like what what is this Greek <laughs> yeah yeah so I I had no idea and then my sexuality I just always just was attracted to men you know Ew, why? <laughs> I know. I, I, I regret it. I, you, you know sexuality is not a choice. <laughs> oh, like, why are we attracted to the worst men? <laughs> oh, entirely. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that's so... Th that must have been a lot of weight to carry for a child, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. To be trans and to be... Uh, to find out that you're gay. Like, what was... What were the growing pains for you like? The growing pains? Like, in what way? When you found out that you were trans, and then, like, the decision for your external to match the internal, like, you were transitioning. What was that like? Um, it was really hard um, because I was, uh, my, it was so early. It was before the, you know, the mainstream media really took hold of it. What? with what we call the Caitlyn Jenner era. <laughs> uh, her name is a slur on the show. I hate her. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, um, but um, no, but basically, like, I came out way before. And then um, when I was trying to match those ex the external parts with internal, I, I was, uh, it was still like in, like barely known. And my family wasn't supportive. So I was like, doing everything I could to, you know, secretly talk to therapists and doctors and, you know, it didn't take me, it took me four years at sick kids to get a testosterone prescription because, um, for some reason, yeah, for some reason the doctor didn't want to give me testosterone. You know, there, there were so many like years that gone by by that point. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a long process. I'm sorry if I'm losing track. No, it's fine. Uh, you're talking about your transitioning. So the testosterone, the long process at sick kids. Yeah, very um, long. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. Like, why yeah. do they make it so hard? Yeah. Is it because like they they start they doubt that kids know what what gender identity even is? Yeah, like, and I'm a textbook. I'm like a textbook case of like a transsexual, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like textbook of like oh like that's like I the that's like the most like binary. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Eventually, uh, you know, got top surgery and other things, and yeah, no, it was like a 
awful. Like even top surgery was hard because uh, uh, I was on the wait list for so long, and then there was back ordered, and then uh, they basically the body a month before my oh body dysphoria, uh, gender dysphoria. D- sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Gender dystopia. <laughs> gender dysphoria. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I mean, it basically is one. <laughs> but yeah, so it was like a. It was a long, long like process, and it was awful. But uh, I'm very much happy and more confident now that I uh, match those parts. It's more so now the emotional and mental work of being like I'm like fine. I'm like attractive. I'm not like this. Uh, I I grew up with very much being conditioned to be to think of myself being as being unattractive or less than or. Uh, someone who would have to, who would be so lucky to find love. And it's, it's all this like mental conditioning and that a trans person grows up with, like, especially with how we're represented in the media as laughing stocks. So, I mean, it's all that mental work of like, of unlearning that stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense because I think living in a marginalized body, loving yourself is like, the most radical act of survival. Yeah. Oh, entirely. Oh my God. No, but I'm so glad that you're on this journey and I'm so glad that you're in my life because I don't really have that many like gay friends. (laughs) And with the gay men that I know, they're all garbage. Oh, (laughs) how so? (laughs) Talk, tell me. (laughs) Talk my shit. I mean, you know, with a lot of the internalized misogyny within the gay community, and uh racism, racism. yeah mm-hmm. even the so, simplest uh, things like like the simplest things of like oh you like bottoms why are you bottom shaming it's like the simplest even the simplest not complicated things you would think and they still have to be problematic in that sense. <laughs> know, so ridiculous. like uh, gay men are just so exhausting so I don't know why I'm about to help a couple gay men here because they wrote in some questions. Oh, Can you really? help me answer them? Yeah, maybe. Oh, no, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we just answered this in our discussion, but I'm going to read it. And uh, they're all anonymous because they don't want to be seen as, you know, cancelable, but whatever. Okay. Oh, my God. So they're, for- oh, now they're all going to talk shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even you, but like, you know, uh, they're just scared and they're coming from a place of curiosity, which is fine. So let's try to answer it as best as we can. Uh, first question says, I'm gay and I'm attracted to a trans man. How do I make a move on him without seeming like I'm fetishizing his being trans? Oh, see, actually, I so I post on my Instagram, by the way, it's wonderful Mr. Francis with an MR. <laughs> No, um, so I post. I that in the show notes, everyone. It'll be in the show notes. Thank you. <laughs> no, um, so I talked about this so many times, and I've had like many guys like message me about it. And essentially, like it's, I mean, I understand why it can seem so scary and so complicated, but in all honesty, it's about just approaching him like any other person you're attracted to, and just being like, hey, like, I don't know when it, when it comes to like the complicated questions of like, like sex and everything, then. Just be like, hey, like, how do you refer to yourself down there? What are you comfortable with? And like, honestly, it's about you. It's about you approaching him like any other person and asking what he's comfortable with, and then him leading you from there. If that makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. I have led a workshop on dirty talk, and 
uh, one of the things I mentioned in Dirty Talk is asking people how they want their parts to be referred to. Because I was having sex with a trans guy one time, and uh, he did have his vulva and vagina and everything, but he wanted me to call it his dick. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, it's just a word. I'm fucking him in his dick. It's like, it's still hot. Mm. Still horny. And still <laughs> nutted. <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. But I understand that with some people it's like it seems a little like whatever. Mm. And but you know, if you're horny enough, yeah. <laughs> any hole is enough. <laughs> oh, I agree. No, um I I would say the reason why um it's important to, for some people to have like those different names. I guess it would be uh, gender dysphoria. I think uh, some people have a uh, such a disconnection that you know using dif- with their anatomy that using those words can help them feel more comfortable using it. I mean, with like the clitoris, for example, like it's the same tissue as the penis is, and it enlarges and and like you know like enlarges it's not like exactly like a penis but it's like still suckable and you know it's like it's just like <laughs> arranged differently like legos <laughs> exactly it's just a little lego piece and not a big one <laughs> i but like that i hope i hope that may answer the question that did uh second question says i'm a this gay guy and i just hooked up with a trans guy does that make me straight? Oh my god, no. no. <laughs> I mean... I mean, even I know that. That's, no, I'm still gay as hell. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh my god. Yeah, I've had, like, guys, like... Ins- I have, I've had um, a few, like, friends with benefits, like, tell me that um, they they were afraid to mention that they've hooked up with this uh, gay, uh, trans guy because they're, they were afraid that their friends would call them bisexual or straight or not a real gay guy. And like, I don't know, like, if you think about it, like, this is, this is me explaining to help clarify. If you think about it, your sexuality is not, when you find a man attractive, it's not, oh, all about the penis. For some people, if if the penis is very important, that's fine. But like, for me, for example, when I find someone attractive, I look at the secondary sex characteristics of like, oh, the beard, they have like broad shoulders. I like their pecs. Like I like the chest or whatever. I think is the most important. Do they brush their teeth? That's really <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, but my my point is is that there is more to like. For example, if you are with a cis guy, he went to the army. He his dick got shot off. You wouldn't suddenly be straight because he doesn't have a penis or at least a biological penis. You would still be gay because you're having intimate connections with a man even with one without a penis and um trans men's bottom surgery even is actually the same surgery cis men get uh when they are in accidents and lose their penises which is called phalloplasties so i mean yeah so there is more to sexuality than just penis and vagina and for some people that's important that's fine but there is like more nuance than people will think it of and if you look at me you're not gonna see a woman like if you look at me and you call yourself straight and you find me attractive i'm gonna question <laughs> uh, 
but yeah. But when people look at me, they see lazy, tired, high cholesterol, <laughs> high blood pressure. <laughs> no, I identify as exhausted. Okay. Oh God. Uh, no, but I, I hope that answered the question. That did. Uh, last listener question here says. So gay men love to use feminine pronouns for literally everything. Like, hey, girl, hey, sis, she, the, whatever. Could that be considered transphobic when talking to a trans gay man? Actually, I've had many friends, like, or other people ask me about that. And I use she and her more than anything. Um, I, 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 it's funny I, about like, Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's more, like, I relate to people more. It's like sisterhood. No, <laughs> but like... Um, I've had, I mean, for me, uh, I almost take it as an insult when they don't, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Uh, my point, well, you know what it is? Um, I think, I think obviously it, it depends. Being maliciously, right? Yeah. Like there's no malicious intent. No, exactly. Like, like if they're intentionally using feminine pronouns to address you so that they're diminishing your male, your, your masculine identity. Your male identity. Exactly. Yeah. Like, a male identity or whatever yeah like that's that's a little out of line but if i'm gonna be talking to you francis and i be like hey girl how you doing yeah, yeah. wendy williams can be, how you doing <laughs> that's a little more like all right yeah it's not no it's for uh, for what i've realized was the fact that um like i am now presenting as a cis man like I am so comfortable with myself. Like I love wearing dresses. I love wearing heels. Like for me, gender is different from gender expression. And uh, the fact that I'm so confident in my gender now is that I'm so confident to the point where you can call me she and her. And I'm so, I like it. Yeah, I don't feel discomfort. Now, now if someone is obviously it depends on each person, but I would say maybe if this person is like just came out as a trans man and like is early in transition, like I can see like like that's uh, maybe a no go because you know n- new wounds. But I guess it's nuance. I guess it's like a quick. It, it would be a quick like pull you to the side, be like, "Hey, is this like a weird thing for you?" And they can answer the question right there and then. Uh, although I would not ask the question in front of everyone because that can one out <laughs> out someone as trans. Out of the person, yeah. yeah, and then that's un- super uncomfortable. Uh, I can guarantee a lot of trans men do not want to be outed to random people, especially. But yeah, it's nuance. I would just keep it as a pull you to the side real quick. Hey, what do you think of this? Is that weird for you? Mm-hmm. Don't make it a big deal. I don't know. Because then if you make it a big deal, then it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I do love how you said that uh, you're so confident in your identity that you're, you can wear dresses and heels, but I would even go so far as to say you're confident enough to wear uh, dresses and heels, but not well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> it's fine. Listen, you know what? I don't need clothes. Don't let, anyone, don't let anyone tell you that you're not pretty. <laughs> I mean, you're not, but uh, don't let anyone tell you. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm okay. Um, Francis, this is so much fun. Yeah. Um, but before I wrap up here, and I, you know me, I never wrap up anything. <laughs> um, I want to ask you some more wholesome questions. 
just so that the listeners can get a vibe of who you are. And uh, yeah, they're very they're very nice because you love wholesome, you love whole. Uh, we love whole around the show. So this question here says, "What would you like the rules of your next sexual interaction to be?" Rules? Um, <clears throat> my, how do you want your next sexual interaction to go down? Oh, um, well, well, rule wise, like I guess, like nurturing, like soft spoken. Dirty talk, more oral. I want more oral. <laughs> I want an oral sub, multiple orgasms, and uh, <laughs> foreplay. <laughs> uh, multiple orgasms, the fountain of youth. Uh, all right. And then this next question is What support do you need to explore the things that pique your curiosity? Like support, as in like whatever you need, like emotionally mm. or to be rigged. <laughs> I mean, I would say um, support, as in just reassurance, clarity of if anything confusing. I would say, yeah, just um, yeah, reassurance mostly. That's the key. Ah, thanks, Francis. You're so amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, do you like have any parting words of wisdom for our listeners when it comes to the trans gay experience? Just to send them off. What I'm going to leave off with is that it's not as complicated as you think. Trans guys, the whole po- for trans guys, the whole point of being trans is to be treated like any other guy, and as long as you treat them like any other guy, you're on the right path. That's it. Correct. And correct. <laughs> uh, and um, and my Instagram is wonderful, Mr. Francis. <laughs> what Mr. with an M R, not an M I S T E R. <laughs> Look at me just shamelessly plugging your shit on my phone. Okay, Francis, thank you so much. I am got I, I gotta go because I have a freshly douched hole that needs to get fucked. <laughs> Uh, but for all of my listeners that made it this far into this chaotic ass episode, uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and follow Francis on his Instagram. Uh, because if you don't, you're a homophobe. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Sorry. I post those uh, Yeah. yeah it's, it's uh, all right. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I will see you all at the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah.